Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. You stole my pen. No, you left it here weeks ago. <laughs> did I? Okay. Yep, it's been Did you sanitize it? No, I did not. <laughs> But it's been well, then I don't want to touch it. You are listening to On the Mark, everybody. We don't even agree <laughs> on whether we should be able to touch an old pen uh, that's Joe left here. So welcome on board. I spent all weekend looking for it. That is your glimpse of what is yet to come in the next 90 minutes. Uh, we would invite you to call us now. On the Mark is open today. We have open phones. We have open phones most days this week. Uh, let's see, Wednesday, State Senator John Gordon is going to check back in. He's been giving us some really interesting updates on uh, what's going on in Harrisburg and what's not happening. Good legislation that's getting vetoed and bad legislation that gets vetoed as well. So he's been keeping us informed and uh, talked about that transparency legislation long before it got to the governor's desk. Unfortunately, the governor let that uh, go ahead and take effect. So we can talk to him about that. Plus other, plus there's sort of uh, what you would call maybe some normal uh, pieces of legislation and other activities in Harrisburg, and he can talk about those. He's the Senate Majority Whips. So he kind of knows who's going to vote for what. So we can talk to him about how things might progress uh, in Harrisburg. So that'll be Wednesday. Thursday's open. Joe will be here. And Friday we'll have the uh, Financial Friday with the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce and some unnamed guest. And talk about all these important topics. On the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. Go down there and line up. Join the wide range of people that say, I want to see the new Bronco. They have an old one on display. Probably, you know, like a 70s-ish vintage Bronco. But they'll soon have new ones. So get ready for that. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. And you can do as some folks did on Friday. We didn't get to their texts. But you can text us at 70236. That's the Text Connect system. Just reply to a previous message or text us a new one at 70236. Okay, and so one of those texters said, uh, What is your opinion on delaying the election as suggested by Mr. Trump? What's your opinion? Well, obviously, it's not necessary. Uh, the president would just be interested in doing that because he uh, appears as though he's not in a position to win it, if polls are any indication, which obviously they're not. So he's probably getting nervous. He changed his reelection team, and uh, he, you know he's talking about mm. voter fraud, which no, which everybody that even his attorney general says just doesn't exist in a widespread fashion. Obviously, there's Do you aware of what's incidents. going on in New York with voter mail-in voting. Are no, you aware of what happened up there? 
enlighten me. They have a race up there in the Democratic primary that's still not decided. Oh, from the spring primary? Right, because of mail-in ballots and the mess-up with mail-in ballots, and it's not isolated in New York alone. I don't think the president was serious about wanting to change the date of the election. I think he wanted to get the mainstream media talking about the possibility of fraud. Not, not Maybe not even deliberate fraud, but just the potential for there to be... Um, we can't have accidental fraud. Well, you're right. I guess if somebody fills out a ballot that doesn't belong to them, that's fraud. But, you know, the Postal Service um, has delays, and I saw this morning on Morning Joe they're accusing the president of making changes to try and cut back on the deficit at the post office. They're saying he's doing that to increase the li- the chances that the ballots won't get back in time. Oh, dear. Okay. So, you know, more voter suppression on the part of the president. And really, it bothers me because I don't think it's asking too much of people to show up at a polling place. Now, I voted in person in the primary, and they had every precaution taken. They had social distancing. The people there were wearing masks. You know, so I don't don't see the dilemma. I may never return to a polling place again. Really? Why? It's never all that convenient for me, even though it's right uh, literally across the street from my house. But, you know, you have to carve it out, and you have to make sure that you get there in a a non peak time so and it's so easy to they do give you 12 in. hours i know i know it's so <laughs> easy 13 well election days are busy for me so it's it's always kind of jammed in i'm just saying that you know i certainly will vote by mail in the next election and uh, i love the election poll workers so i go over and visit them but i can't, uh, can't uh, talk you to go them. visit them but you right. won't cast a vote there well, i guess i could one more time but in any event um i don't know i'm honestly not familiar with what you're talking about in new york when was the primary and and it was in, I think it was in May. Okay, so you're talking it was May. a spring primary. Yeah, right, well, and that's not well, the they only have one. They've got to fix that because this is going to be whatever they had in the primary, they're going to have well, uh, three or four times is over. It, is it likely one. to be the major problem President Trump predicts? I don't know. But is there the potential there to be a problem? I certainly think there is. And I think if we don't do anything else, we could look at how we what possible problems could come up based on the problems that have surfaced and try to figure out now, uh, with 90 days left to go before the election, how we might avoid them becoming a major problem. We'll have to ask John Gordner what what is the legislature's motivation to make sure that nothing goes wrong uh, or slows things down. It was slows things down. Obviously, they wouldn't uh, do anything that might uh, create fraud, but uh, they can do things that give counties more leeway. For example, they changed it so they could start uh, vote, uh, counting the mailed-in ballots on the morning of the election rather mm-hmm. than starting at 8 p.m., so they did change that. Well, okay. the, the other thing I heard was that he brought this out, he tweeted this out about 20 minutes or 30 minutes after the economic numbers hit that showed how the economy slowed down in the last quarter. Right. You know, so that was his motivation behind it. But everybody knew the economy was going to slow down. I get a big kick out of people who are saying, the president hasn't done enough about coronavirus, and he's ruined the economy by shutting everything down. <laughs> well, which <president>. is it? <laughs> which is it? Should he have shut everything down, or should he have let the economy flourish? You yeah, know, and I, I think it worked, too. Most of the media, as soon as he gave that tweet, first of all, mischaracterized what the tweet really said. What it really said was that uh, he, he said, should the election be delayed, question mark. And uh, we can reread that tweet. When people can vote safely, he meant it meant. Well, yeah, plus in a timely fashion, get the votes counted in a timely fashion. I don't think fashion. anybody supports. I mean, he did that deliberately to get people talking. I don't think there's anybody that seriously believes the election is going to be moved. All right, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, how about if we just completely postpone the, the election permanently? 
What? And and then Nancy Pelosi will will be the president on January twentieth. And then we can put AOC in as as, as a house as the house speaker. I must be missing something. Maybe not because there'd have to be an election for speaker of the house, and the Congress would be elected. Oh no, the Congress wouldn't be elected. There wouldn't be any congressman to elect Nancy Pelosi, and she'd be out of office too if there was no election, Tom. So your idea won't work. There, what would be left? What would be left is two thirds of the United States Senate. That's all that will well, be left. Too bad that wouldn't work. That'd be great if we could get Nancy in there. That'd drive you. No, guys I think nuts. it'd be great if we could get Mitch McConnell in there. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. This 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 thing about this mail-in voting and this uh, absentee ballots. There's no difference between the two. They're both exactly the same thing. You know, in Pennsylvania, they're very close, but not precisely the same. But they're exactly a, the same. In you other, mail you in, you request a ballot. Uh, other states there they are slightly you different. You fill it out and you mail it back. <laughs> there is no difference between the two. They are exactly the same no matter where you're at. Okay. We'll, we'll stipulate <laughs> that no you're difference. right. The only thing is there's going to be a lot more of them. But the difference is, Tom, if you request it, that's fine with me. If I send, have to request it and they send me one, that's fine. But when they just send them out to everybody, there was a story in the national media about one place that got 400 of them delivered to one household. <laughs> Well, there's always some kind of screw-up or something. Well, the, sure yeah, right, well there I'm you go. Sure they didn't mail all 400 of them back. Well, counting <laughs> ballots on election day is not foolproof either, Joe. So. No, I know it's not. And they're going to have to. They're going to have to. Instead of putting a guy in charge of the post office to slow things down, they need to speed things up so they can get them out and get them back and get them counted, not slow it down. That's you know, that's Trump. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get beat. He's gonna get beat. Unless the only he can win is if he can really, is if he can really get this voter suppression working. Well, I don't know. And, he's gonna, and they're gonna try it. They're gonna really be going full force at trying to. But Biden, according to what I've heard, the Bidens or the DNC hired six hundred lawyers already. <laughs> And they they have ten thousand people ready. It sounds like the beginning. Six hundred lawyers. Yeah, where's the rest? Where's the punchline? Okay, so we hired six hundred lawyers. They have ten thousand people ready for volunteers when the Republicans say we're not going to have this poll open because we don't have any volunteers. Well, they got ten thousand of them already lined up. Are they trained? Well, I don't know. I would imagine they're going to train them. They have to. You can't just throw people into the polls. Trying to prepare for this because. The Republicans are going to do everything they can to so, try to suppress the vote like they always do. 10,000 partisan Democrats rushing into the polls to take up uh, volunteer positions. Boy, that doesn't sound like there could be any fraud there. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like there'd be any fraud when, they, when the Republicans claim that there aren't enough and we can't open the polls. I hate to tell you this, Tom, but the people who claim there aren't enough isn't the Republicans. It's the local county elections officials who say they don't have enough people. It's not the Republicans. The Republicans they're, don't control all, the elections. All in minority districts, Joe. Come on, start. Well, who's the nonsense? All right, minority districts in Philadelphia. The the voting process in Philadelphia isn't controlled by Republicans. It's controlled by Democrats. 
Well, they won't have a problem there. Well, they're you said it was minority problem. districts. They're going to have a problem like in a place like uh, Atlanta or, if, or, you know, down in uh, Georgia. But if it's minority districts where the problem is, most likely the minorities are in charge of the election process in those districts. No, they're not. They're, they're, no, they're not. Or no, certainly not necessarily the Republicans. No, well, yeah, tell Joe's me, where, tell me where. Tell me where. The, the, give me a polling place where well, the we, minorities... Okay, you, okay. Yeah, I can't name any. It's, they're all over the place. They do it all the time. I all can't right. name any. They do it all the, all, they do it all the time. All right, thank okay. you so much. When you get the Republicans in charge, they're going to do it. All right, and thank you, Tom. that's just the way it is. And God bless the Democrats, those virtuous people who never do anything wrong. Thank you so much, Tom. Really appreciate the call to get us started. Mike, you're next up before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Okay, what I'm learning this morning is mischaracterizations are the new lies. And that, that comes from you, Mark, when uh, you said that uh, Trump tweeted one thing and the media reported something completely different, and you called it a mischaracterization. So, I, but in my mind, the media was lying, and uh, they, they, but they have a lot of leniency and they can go whatever they want. But the real reason I, I called is I'm trying to decide is the United States as a nation on the verge of a psychotic break. <laughs> and two things. And, uh, I mean, I would, like to, I would like to be laughing about it, but I can't. In San Francisco, they've decided that on the public schools, the names of Lincoln, Roosevelt, Jefferson, and Washington are no longer allowed. But it's fully acceptable to call American troops trying to enforce federal law stormtroopers. So right, there's, a, there's a, a disconnect there. And on the other side of the coast, we have the Washington Post running a, a large story that, that basically says the president is setting up for a military coup of the government. Oh. And I mean to tell you, both of those things in my mind are ridiculous, but they're extremely palatable to many segments of the, uh, the country. So I'm not saying I'm the sane one here, but I'm just starting to question whether this country's on the, or on the verge of a break and whether we're actually going to survive. What's the reasoning behind removing the changing the names on those particular schools? Are they in like in minority districts? Are they changing them or just not going to allow them to be used going forward? They, okay. they, they said they're, they're changing them. Okay. And, well, the reason why is obviously uh, you know Jefferson owned uh, slaves. Uh, FDR was a womanizer. He doesn't meet today's standards. You know he couldn't be elected because you know he, well I guess Trump was a womanizer and he was elected and Kennedy and Clinton and but but that's the past. <laughs> they so I guess we're going to have to take uh, get rid of Kennedy's name. He, he's another one that's going to have to go. But uh, what is yeah right? What is the purpose? The purpose is this left wing agenda of the, I'm going to call it the religion of woke. In other words, if you do not su subscribe to wokeness, they cancel you. And, and they, they started with uh, people today, but they're, they're, they found out that they had, in order not to have a double standard, they're going to have to keep going back in history, and they're going to have to get rid of all these people in the past that weren't woke, the ones that owned slaves, the ones that were womenizers. What are they going to do about What are they going to do about Dr. King? He was, um, you know, I won't say a womanizer, but he had dalliances. There. Or Joe Biden, or, or President Joe Biden. Trump. Yeah, Joe Biden sniffing uh, little girls' hair. Accusations. I mean, there's a reason why hiding Joe Biden is hiding. Right now, Joe, Joe Biden is a good example. You know, they, they were they were doing the the woke thing and all these politicians, but then they came to Joe Biden and they kind of they kind of stopped it there. So it really hasn't run out of control, but it has occurred now again in San Francisco. So I think 
after the election, and I'm assuming that Joe Biden's going to win. Okay, that's where I'm at right now. I'm assuming he's going to win. But after the election, then maybe this uh, cancel culture is going to come up against Joe Biden, and then it's going to be combined with his intellectual capacities, and that's how they're going to move him out and then move the leftists that uh, he's running with in. Well, did you so, hear Bernie? Yeah, I, I, I did did you hear continue. Bernie over the weekend? Did you hear Bernie over the weekend saying that he's convinced that they're going to have Joe Biden be the most uh, progressive president in history? That's just that, uh, what's huh? his name? Bernie's just doing his job so that he can get another house on the beach or whatever uh, to, to get Biden across the finish line. Uh, but then once that happens, he'll he'll be first in line to help throw him out. Or else to get a, get his own um, agenda enacted by the uh, White House, if you will. Well, they may have already made the deal for that. So, yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Hey, listen. Uh, I, I hope listening. I did not mischaracterize anything during my little rant here. <laughs> no, it's a lie if you did. Well, I would like to know <laughs> the specific reasonings behind those school changes, but those that's not up to you to find out. Well, we're that's having up, a psychotic break. He's already us. explained it. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, if, if if people in a community feel they want to change the name of a school, uh, you know, I, I think they it's their school, you, so you can argue that it's their prerogative. So uh, we'll right, see but, what but their Joe reasonings are. But Joe made an excellent are. point. Martin Luther King should be next in line then, you know, if they're going to stick to the... Uh, you know, stick to the standards of wokeness. We're refresh. not going to allow anybody to be flawed if we're going to tear down everything. Refresh I, my memory what he did that was wrong. He had some uh, extramarital affairs. Okay, thank you. Sorry, that I, doesn't I, I, change hey, the hey, fact listen, that he was a great man. You, you, you he was human. You guys have a good day. i got to run here. i got to get out uh, here all right, and get we'll my exercise later, in buddy, and, and hopefully stay alive <laughs> until tomorrow. Thank, Take care, thank Mike. Thank you. Appreciate that. He was a great man, in my opinion, but all people are flawed <laughs> to some extent. Come on. Have you been to the mirror lately? Yeah, I look at myself all the time. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. We'll probably have time for uh, another caller, so go ahead and give it a dial. 1-800-795-9565. No one listed on the uh, email in basket yet, so send us a note at onthemarketwkok.com. We still have a couple of texts left over from Friday, but they are perfectly timely. Uh, They all relate to voter fraud and or elections, and that's our topic right at the moment. We're also talking about our U.S. culture and renaming schools and a new phrase that popped up this year called the cancel culture, and that's on the mind of John from Northumberland. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. 
Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? Hanging in there. How about yep. you? Good, good, good. Doing very well. I- I'd just like to talk about cancel culture and where we're at, the great divide that we're in. Um, I'd like to just go back uh, uh, and, and talk about all the tearing down of statues and all of that. Um, I mean, we are so divided as a country. But this is a tactic of a particular group that I'm going to define as the atheist, uh, socialist uh, uh, faction in the country. Um, And if you look at what's going on, the riots in Portland Friday night, they've not only burned American flags, but they burned Bibles. And in the last month, there have been over 15 attacks on churches, uh, church buildings uh, across the United States, 11 of them uh, Catholic churches, uh, three of them were arson, one severely damaged. So the attack, and I've got friends who are Democrats and friends who are Republicans, and they don't agree on much today. But I think we all need to see that we are, we, there's a faction that's attempting to divide the country so that they can, that they can um, bring in the socialist programs that they want to impose. And uh, when we look at the history, why are we going back and tearing down history? Um, we, Joe just alluded to the fact that we're all flawed people. There are no perfect people. There was only one perfect human being ever, and uh, he was Jesus Christ. So what's the problem? Well, the American history is that this country was was settled by predominantly Christians who came from Europe to escape persecution. Uh, were they all Christians? No, obviously not. Some came for profit, some came for trade, and so forth. But the structures and the governments they, they put in place were biblically based. The, the idea that all men are created equal was not a European idea. That's an American idea. In Europe, there was a feudal system and the kings and the lords and the serfs and nobody was created equal. The idea that all men are created equal is a uniquely American uh, idea that came from the Bible. So what we have now is basically an attack on Christianity and because those early founders were quote Christians, they have to be eliminated because they were evil people. Well, we're all evil people. Uh, the Bible says we all have sinned. So, you know, I can't point to anybody else. If I'm really being honest, I, I have all I can do to handle my own issues without pointing the finger at anyone else. So oh, well, you I, haven't. I think we're missing the point that what we have now is a concerted effort to erase the Christian history of the United States. Should I be worried about this faction? I'm not. I understand. What, uh, you know, I certainly appreciate the uh, evidence you've presented, but I'm not worried. You know, there's always a faction here or there that wants to divide. Um, you know, you could have said that maybe that maybe the Tea Party had that in mind, or maybe President Trump wishes to divide folks more. But uh, still, we 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 press on in unison. No, we don't. We 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 we're so we are so disjointed today. Uh, there's nothing that one side can do, as I'm talking about politically now, nothing that one side can do that the other side doesn't hate. Okay? Uh, 
that the Democrats hate everything that, that the Republicans try to do. The Republicans hate everything the Democrats try to do. We're right now in the throes of debating uh, some kind of, of additional COVID relief. Um, it's turned into a big battle. Um, the end of the week, Congress is going home for the, for the rest of the month, which is another issue we have. <laughs> we won't have time to talk about. But um, so, you know, is anything going to get done? Sure. We're going to get a 1,200-page bill on Friday that they have to vote on to see what's in it. Well, uh, what's interesting to me is that uh, President Trump offered to extend that $600 ran out last week. He offered to extend it for a week while they worked on coming up with something, and the Democrats rejected that. And then they're, they're moralizing on TV this morning on MSNBC that the president doesn't care about working families. He's, you know, willing to cut them off without funding, going down to $200. We offered to extend it till they worked out an agreement and the Democrats wouldn't go along with it. You know, to me, all this this is all politics. We are so divided, we can't agree on anything. Except we use political advantage. Both sides, I'm saying, I'm not... Both sides sides are using everything. They're holding the American people hostage. But, so the... Both both sides have loaded what they... All kinds of special interest stuff. Billions of dollars. I just read today that Chinese communist companies... That companies that are either owned by the Chinese government or that that uh, are affiliated with the Chinese government got hundreds of millions of dollars of relief from the from the from the first uh, COVID bill that was passed a few months ago. Why are we doing this? Because we're so busy fighting each other that we have no idea what's we going on. We don't notice. Well, and on one hand, you have the Democrats proposing some three trillion dollars more onto the debt while blaming President Trump for expanding the national debt. And you've got the Republicans who are trying to sneak $1.5 billion for new FBI headquarters into their bill. You know, why don't we just, why don't they just work on solving the problem? I thought the president's approach was right. Don't spend the money till we see what we need. And even as Congressman Keller pointed out, a lot of the money that was allocated the last go-round hasn't been spent. Right, and plus we did run out of PPP money, so he suggested that that should be part of it. John, we have uh, 30 seconds left. What should we do? Well, I think that we need to realize that there are those in this country that profit from division, and the American people lose from division, and we we are we need to all stand up and say enough is enough. We, we're proud of who, are, who we are. We're proud of our heritage. We're, we're proud of being Americans. We're proud of our flag. Let's get together and work together. Amen, brother. Holy yeah. smokes. Well said. Thank you. One of our local listeners just texted us and said... I teach math. I profit from division. Is that okay? <laughs> Are you okay, John? Are you still there? All right. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, there He's you all go. Right. All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Boy, food for thought if there ever had a call that had that in it. We'll discuss it. Coming up, this is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. And the first thing you need to do if you want to check out the Bronco or the Ranger or the F-150 or the Fusion or any of the other fine vehicles down there or the Lincolns or the Hyundais or the Kias is go to sunburymotors.com. They'll get you squared away and get you on the right site. Our toll-free line is now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We talked about Joe Biden not being in interested in uh, campaigning much. We have a lot more to say about that. You mean that. hiding Joe Biden. Right. So that's his new nickname. I'm sure <laughs> the president hasn't thought of it yet, but he will. I sent it to him. Told oh, him did he, you? Okay, I gave you it to him. I said, you can use it. I wonder if you can get credit for that. Uh, he'll attribute it to Joe. And, of course, we can talk about President Trump. Uh, the prevaricator-in-chief uh, had a couple of interesting tweets over the weekend, so we can talk about those. He, of course, we talked about the one last week where he uh, questioned whether we can do election uh, safely, and uh, let's see, he said, with universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote, question mark, said the president at 8.46 a.m. on July 30th, just 15 short minutes after the gross domestic product numbers came out that, of course, as you would expect, were significantly lower than previous. So that's kind of what we talked about, but one of our good callers right before the break uh, talked about the socialism bent of a faction of the Democratic Party, or the at least the individuals that are hard at work in Portland continuing to cause disruption and uh, causing uh, uh, discussion and maybe unrest nationwide. So uh, we have that faction that has uh, been brought up and talked about. We have three tweets left over from last week. We'll get to those. We do have news headlines right now. Uh, The U.S. Penitentiary at Lewisburg now has 35 inmates who are positive for COVID-19. No staff members are said to have the disease, but we know at least one staff member has recovered from COVID-19. We told you, we last told you, all inmate and staff movement at the pen has been restricted, and all inmates will remain in their housing units until further notice. The State Department of Health says there are 13 new COVID-19 positive test cases in the Valley, seven of which are in Union County. The state reports a total of 172 positive COVID-19 test results among Union County residents. Most of the recent increases in the numbers are at the Lewisburg Penitentiary. The Bureau of Prisons says no staff members at Lewisburg have COVID, and at Allenwood facilities, one inmate and one staffer have or were infected by COVID-19. While in some states, like New York, the reopening of schools will be decided by the data that pops up in that particular local area, but the state secretary of health, Dr. Rachel Levine, says there is a flaw with that thinking. It doesn't take into consideration different things that might be involved in a county. Uh, So you might have a rural county that has increases due to um, a farm with migrant workers with no children there. That probably doesn't need to influence whether schools are open, but it certainly will increase the case counts and it'll increase the percent positivity. Mm, Yeah, another example, not a migrant farm, but how about a federal prison or a state prison uh, changing those numbers disproportionately in a community? Dr. Levine says superintendents, uh, county leaders, and county departments of health will be consulted before they give the green light for all school districts. She says at this moment, all school districts in Pennsylvania have the green light to open. A few school districts in 
Pennsylvania have said they will not reopen in favor of online learning, but the vast majority of school districts, including all of the districts in the region, say they're opening in a few weeks. State police are out with details on that horse and buggy accident last Thursday in the Mifflinburg area. They say at least two children were hurt. The accident happened on Route 45 around 9.30 p.m. at the intersection of Brethren Church Road and Route 45. A 15-year-old mill from Millmont was driving the buggy on Brethren Church Road and couldn't get the horse to stop at the intersection with Route 45 and drove in front of a car on the highway there. The resulting collision threw five people from the buggy onto the road. Uh, two of the passengers, a 9-year-old and a 13-year-old, were taken to hospitals. No medical or hospital reports on their injuries or condition is available from Evangelical or Geisinger. Troopers say an infant on board the car involved may have been hurt as well, but no details out on that. A restraint systems violation was noted in that car driven by Tyson Reif of uh, Millmont. Uh, you may encounter a few more delays around here in Northumberland. This week they're doing some concrete work and the final painting, but PennDOT says PennDOT will be finished working in Northumberland by next Monday. <laughs> Drop the microphone, please. Are you excited about that? Well, yeah, it's crazy. And finally, Rhode Island mistakenly sent more than 175 tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. A TV station (laughs) reports that the Rhode Island Division of Taxation uses those signatures on test files, which were mistakenly printed on the real checks and sent out Monday. The checks were tax refunds for corporate sales and tax credits mostly to businesses. Mickey Mouse... (laughs) <laughs> Why is this? Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't read all the way through this. The next sentence is, Mickey Mouse is a cartoon character that was... Uh, no kidding. An- is that who he is? Animator. I thought he was real. Walt Disney's <laughs> first big hit. <laughs> He's not a real character. Oh, oh no. Oh, my gosh. And here I thought he Goodness. was signing checks legitimately. <laughs> Who in the world <laughs> would write that, that sentence? Uh, the, I guarantee you that was written by the Associated Press. Yeah, oh, yes, of course. That's why I say absolutely pathetic. <laughs> Mickey Mouse <laughs> is not a real person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All well, right. in today's world, maybe we should never assume that folks know that. All right. Thank you so much for standing by through all of that. Lance, you're on the mark. <laughs> and like I said, I just put on a speakerphone. Like, anyway, how can you tell me how? Removing inactive voters from the rolls is voter suppression. Well, I've I've seen articles. They're good, loyal Democrats, and you don't want to cut them out. In Chicago, quite a few of the dead vote. The cemeteries are very lively places for vote solicitation out there. (laughs) Anyway. Well, that that last mailing, that included dead folks. I can attest to that. I'm sure there's some Republican districts where those who are in the cemeteries are very lively voters. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But how can you? I mean, Pennsylvania can have as many as about 800,000, and that is 10% of the registered voters are pretty close to it. Well, let's stop and analyze it for a second. Right now, if you don't vote within a certain period of time, you lose the right to vote without re-registering. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it forces people who are who have died if they you know we have no way of knowing that you know you're not required to provide a death certificate to the uh, county election board uh, and have someone's names taken off the roll. So if they don't show up for a while, it's you know you don't know what the circumstances are. Purged. So it's reasonable to purge them off off of the off of those uh, those rolls, don't you think? Oh yeah. Well, matter of fact, it was an act by the federal government in '93. I think it was. It was right when. The 
Republicans took over that uh, did exactly that, but the states haven't really complied with it. Um, like I said, Pennsylvania has about you know 800,000 of them. And uh, there was, a, well, with a mail-in vote, there was in New York, I believe, I've heard it a couple different uh, news things, that they took 100 uh, mail. In other words, they took 100 envelopes, and they opened a post office box to send these envelopes to and uh, mail them then from various places, you know, around the area. And in four days, 80% of them had come back on the first mailing, okay? And then three never did come back. And they tried it again, and that time, only 80 come back altogether. Yeah, I was trying to think of that study earlier. I, I heard that story the other day, and yeah. the point was 3% of the vote not being counted is a serious problem, and that is voter suppression. And yeah. it was done, they sent that out to people, and people just didn't send it back, or did they send it back and it wasn't delivered? I didn't catch which, which of those two things they thought happened. Do you know? Well, no, not really. Um, I, I think the folks that... Uh, were doing it, did the mailing themselves. I mean, they didn't send them to anybody and told them to send them back. So you think it was the fact that the post office system lost them? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's concerning. What it appears. Yeah, yeah, that's concerning. Well, I think it's wise that we pay attention to how our counties operate. Uh, I used to cover voter election and registration issues. I, I wouldn't say I'm informed anymore. I do know that they do occasionally go through the rolls and purge voters that they know that have died. Good election registrars around here also pay attention to the obituaries to make sure that they're trying to keep that kind of thing uh, uh, off the list. But it isn't a law that they have to do it. It's kind of one of the topics that they, they take up when they can. So, But they do purge people that are inactive. I mean, that's part of the law in Pennsylvania. And around here, it's mostly Republicans that get purged. So maybe, you know, there's a sort of a Democratic scheme. But most well, of the Democratic voter suppression, here. that's what it is. Well, but <laughs> it's not. It's Republicans that are doing it, though. Most of the people No, they're not doing it. Offices. They're not voting. That's why they are purged. No, Republican leaders oh, in right. the county election offices around here are the ones that are doing it. So. But they're just doing it by the book. Well, that was the point I made to Tom. The local election results are handled county by county by the voter registration people. Primarily by Republicans around here. Around here, but in Harrisburg so, and but Philadelphia like said, by Democrats. When I started this remark, it's ideal that people pay attention to precisely how votes are being counted, how this mail-in system is going, the timeliness of them, and which ones might get lost, if any. And, uh, you know, this is worth paying attention to. There's no argument about that. Pennsylvania's system of purging inactive voters seems the, the only really 100% fair way to get people off the voter rolls that aren't staying registered. I think if somebody's, the more somebody's on the voter rolls but not utilizing the right to vote, I think every election that opens up the door for fraud, particularly since you don't have election um, uh, voter ID, so you don't have proof at the polling place that, you know, and you were using signatures to match things up, so that may or may not be ideal. So, all right, thank you so much, Lance. Boy, you got some great birds there. Are they in the house or outside? Oh, this is outside. Outside, holy smokes. Outside. Well, you in a, you in a tree by any chance, Lance? No. Yeah, geez. <laughs> brought all, we brought all the cats inside, and now the birds come around. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, thank you so much for checking in. Really appreciate it. 1-800-795-9565.
Demos, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling. Hey, in. good morning. Good morning. I want. <coughs> I want to know what you think about the corruption, sugar dairies and sweet deals in here and uh, city and the county. Who got to win the Olympics? The city or the county? The Olympics. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, you've lost us. About the corru- about the corruption. Who's the, more corrupted, the city or the county? Uh, oh, you say it's, it's an Olympic competition to see who's the most yeah. corrupt. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. What's your view? That's a tough one. All right. Uh, uh, three years ago, the lady owned the bar on the uh, three street and market, complained about the Chinese and the mayor person. The buses coming and take the the place for the, her customers. Right. And the mayor say, all right, tomorrow we change the rules. No parking on the buses. All right. They change the rules. They destroy the Chinese. The Chinese gone. Now, with the coronavirus, I pass by from the third street and the whole block is closing and I have uh, uh, tables over there. So that's nice to help the people, but those, uh, that lady tried to destroy the Chinese. Now she asked for the help to close the block to help her, her business. Do you think that's right? Or the, are, no, you, are, you, got, uh, are you two talking? Different judgment, two different weights, two are, different measurements. Are you talking about the part on 3rd Street where they've closed down a few parking spaces to put in picnic tables? The no, whole block. The whole block. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, I'm telling you, the wrong is when the, bar, the Chinese buses come in to help the Chinese owner of the, re, the restaurant, they not take the, the, the parking mirrors from her customers because she opened at uh, 6, 7 o'clock in the night, okay? Mm-hmm. But the mayor changed the rules for her and favor on her and destroyed the Chinese. And now the lady need help across the whole block. Okay, need help to to make the business. But you don't think this is uh, two weights and two measurements and two judgments? Well, I don't know that. I think you're kind of comparing apples to oranges in a, in well, some they're respect. Both complicated issues, and they're both opportunities to help uh, uh, many other businesses, not just no, one particular because, uh, business. You, you remember a few years ago with the elementary school on my building in 370 Market Street was ready, and the grants was ready over there to make in the community college, but because the elementary school, that guy. Bought the school over there and tried to make the school uh, to the school in favor to him over there. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, so I, we don't know the answer. So you think we got the equal rights here, or the, we got discrimination uh, fraudulent? Well, I guess and I the dep- FBI <laughs> is supposed to be to investigate the matter. Oh, good. Okay. Well, there you go. Who are they investigating? uh, Probably the the city or the bar. The FBI is investigating the the city or the county? One of the other. Those are the only players there. About the the, the, the sugar, the dairies and the sugar dealers, they make in here to destroy the homeowners. 
Okay. Well, I don't think that's their goal, I'm sure. No, of that. I'm sure it's not either. Okay. Thank you so much, Well, you Demos. raise an interesting question, Demos, and I don't think there's an easy answer to See, it. See, this is why you pay attention All to what's right, going that's on. Why I'll ask the Senator Casey why he stopped the, the money for the community college. I don't know. I, one senator can't authorize money, and money authorization Nor comes from the House. It, so. I know, because the thing is, you see, the, the newspapers, they, they discriminate against me. When I put the, the America flag incorrect, they put the sparkles and some windows in the Market Street. Now I call the Mr. Bower to say something about the corruption and see if he go on the Sesame Street and play with the big bird over there. Okay. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Uh, he's talking about Sesame Street and Big okay. Bird. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Uh, I think Big Bird is probably a target of corruption here. Well, Mickey Mouse is signing checks, so Big Bird's, Big Bird's next. causing problems. All right, we'll take a quickie break. We'll be right back, but we have open phones at the moment. No emails either, so call us immediately, 1-800-795-9565. Talking corruption in our last caller. Before that, voter fraud, purging voters, and uh, making sure that everybody gets the opportunity to vote in the next election. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe. All right, we got a text. Yes, it says, The concern over mail-in voting in Pennsylvania should be over Wolf's inability to handle the increase in volume. He already has shown himself incompetent in the primary election, handling the increase. Also, unemployment is still a mess. The online liquor store implementation was a mess. Three strikes and you are out. Yeah, but that's the governor. What difference does it make what he does? He's already out. Um, Well, I mean, the state's responsible for the election not the federal government. Yeah, what was the dilemma with the spring primary election? I didn't realize that there was a I'm not problem. familiar with that, the delay. I, I didn't do mail-in, so I don't know. Was there a problem? Well, there were some counties that didn't end up with all their bats ca- ballots counted for days afterwards. Okay, you know, it so, took a while. So it may have been volume or some other dilemma, but the election results, per se, the vast majority of election ballots were counted you know, by midnight of election night, well, but I guess some afterward took a well, while. Well, and there was a picture of the governor. Now, I don't know whether it was faked or whether it was but it said it was from the, from over the weekend, sitting in a barber chair, surrounded by people in the barber shop, none of whom were wear, wearing masks. <laughs> Oops! And the governor wasn't wearing one. Uh oh. Well, maybe maybe he went to Florida for his haircut. So I don't know. Was it do as right. I do or do as I say? All right. Stan's going to set us straight. Go ahead, sir. I don't know the- about I don't know about that, but 
I'll get my opinion in here anyways. As far as voting by mail, uh, as far as state law is, what's the cutoff date for returning those ballots? You know, I don't know, but it's they have like to be postmarked by election. They have to be postmarked by election day, don't oh, they? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you can return them anytime. They just have to be postmarked by election day, right? That's okay. Correct. What, what's the infrastructure set up for uh, count, actually counting them in all these counties? Oh, they use it, the, the county staff to do it. They hire it, extra people and they open but when, them up. When do they start counting, though? The That's my of, question. The morning when of the, the election. Polls open, when the polls start. Open. Okay. Uh, are they manually counted or do they have machines? I think they're manually opened and put into a machine. Manually opened and put into a machine. Okay, because I haven't seen a mail-in value. Is it a little, guy with little circles you fill in with a pen or a dark pen or a yes. pencil? Yeah. Is that how it works? Okay, I think it looks so like a regular ballot. To be able to read that? It looks like a regular ballot. Right, it is a regular ballot. So it's the same ballot you would get at the at the poll if you went in. It's well, just no. it comes with an envelope to send it back, right? <laughs> it looks well, like the ballot you well, get, well, but you don't actually get one at Northumberland County's polling places. You don't walk no, away with it. Well, I'm talking about poll. Snyder and Union. Okay. Well, uh, aren't they using all the same machines in all these counties in PA? I thought no. that was mandated. No, 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 no. They have to use <laughs> machines that leave a paper trail. No. They have to have a paper trail. That's all okay, the, the requirement. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just asking. I mean, I, that's why I say you said that, the, that they give you a ballot in Union Snyder County. Now, that's a return ballot after you cast the vote in the electronic machine? Is that how you're – that works? Well, I don't know how Northumberland County will work. Well, I mean, but Northumberland County either. has machines. Snyder and Union right. use a paper ballot that you feed into a machine that oh, reads okay. it, an optical scanner, I guess you'd call it. Okay, well, so so what you're telling me is we don't have uniform voting system or, or you know, ballot, ballot casting system across the state, which is what I thought they were trying to avoid back when the governor mandated that we had to all get the same stuff. I think they were concerned over the paper trail, that there had to be some kind of paper trail that would allow them to go back and check the results later if there was some problem. Well, I, I, like I said, I don't have a problem with that, but we're not being uniform then because definitely, when definitely I not. No. in primary, Northumberland County didn't have that. One, our producer says that mail-in and absentee ballots must be received by your county election office by 5 p.m. on Tuesday, October 27th. Really? Yeah, no, and so I in Sunbury, you could mail it that morning, and it would get there because the ballot doesn't leave. Well, when's when's Sunbury. the election? Is it November 2nd? November 2nd or 3rd. I think it's yeah, the 3rd. Something okay. Like that. But, uh, okay, now, I've seen in the paper that the governor says that the state's going to pay for all the postage to return the ballots. So they're going to put uh, postage free labeling on whatever it is. I forget how they what the term is for it for sending the you know for back so yeah, it's postage pre- prepaid free, postage <laughs> you yeah, have to do more postage. mail okay <laughs> so how is that being postmarked so that people know that it, you know because i'm generally the government works on postmark date the day it's due like taxes all right that's the way the government always works if you got to mail your taxes in as long as it's postmarked on the day that they're due you're good to go because it's in government hands at that point. Is it going to be the same thing for the voting? Well, you've got a good point because if you use machine, if you put your if you put your postage <laughs> on and print it on, there is no can, no cancellation date. They aren't canceled. Right, and, and that there and that, my understanding that's what was going on in New York and still going on that they're still counting for the primaries that they had a month ago because the governor said that the state was going to pay for everything and there was no postmark. So. These ballots just keep showing up. There's no cutoff. 
Uh, we, we can't have an election like that. Yeah, yeah, we don't do it that way. Well, that's what the president said. We can't wait three months and then find out that all the ballots didn't show up. Well, and, and, and in the past, we've known it happens in California and Florida. <laughs> when it, when, it, when it ain't going the right way, they, they magically find all these ballots in the closets in somebody's trunk of the car and stuff like that. <laughs> this kind of stuff is third-world banana republic stuff, and a lot of it happens in the big cities, which are controlled by we all know who. In New York this fall, in November, the Democrats are just going to keep voting in the months ahead until President Trump wins. <laughs> wow, until he wins. <laughs> yes. Or no, until yeah, he loses. Good one, I'm Mark. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got that backwards. <laughs> well, you know, either way. All right, we got one call coming in. Stan, we'll All give right. you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, go to the polls, vote in person, in so person. you know your votes counted. Do it because the, right the other way. thing is, you, you send it in, how do you know it actually got to the polling place. You could be disenfranchised by the Postal Service. They tell you. complaining about the Republicans and everything else, but there's no tracking yeah, the, one of these ballots. The, the uh, election uh, office sends you an email and says, hey, we got your ballot. Thank you very much. Don't you worry about it. How do thing. they know your email uh, address? You give it to right. them. What if you don't the have ba- email? The ballots for the, for now, are we talking mail-in va- uh, the, the The mailed-out <laughs> ballots, or are we talking absentee ballots? Mail-in. Okay, so they have an email. What if somebody doesn't have an email? Well, then I guess you have to use uh, snail mail. My question. Yeah, they send out postcards? Sna- yeah, you'd have saying to use they snail receive mail. It? I don't know. So you this makes everything tr- tremendously expensive for the counties. I mean, we're dealing with several different systems right, of balloting. No exactly. Go to the polls, vote in person, <laughs> solves yeah. all the problems. Well, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Stan. Right. I'll be there. I'll see you at the polls. Thank you so Thank much, you. Stan. Yep, Appreciate bye. the call. Mike, last caller before a quickie break here on the mark. Go right ahead. Uh, okay. I, I Actually, I have a, a couple questions. Uh, uh, the people at issue with death certificates, and and the uh, elections people aren't they aren't they at the county seat in all the counties isn't it more <laughs> yeah, than but they don't the always building? well they they're don't not always talk to each other not the same office I mean the voter registration people don't issue death certificates I know but uh, <laughs> why could the people who do issue death certificates couldn't they just put a a copy in the inbox a and then that CC. person as soon as they die they're purged from the roll what's how, how complicated is that. It sounds reasonable to me. You've got a good point, Mike. I yeah, would think they could the, drop them. The right. I don't now. understand. I mean, I, I, I handled the estate of my mother and my father over the last few years, and I was never required to uh, or made aware of the fact that I had to notify anybody in the elections office about them being uh, purged from the uh, the rolls. And they were they were. This is they, They've voted all their lives. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I mean, the average person wouldn't even know to do that. Mike, uh, one of our listeners sends us a note, says, uh, all mail now goes to Harrisburg. Nothing stays in Sunbury anymore. Everything goes to Harrisburg. So even if you put it in the Sunbury slot at the post office, they carry it to Harrisburg and then send it back? I'm talking about yep. right in the, in the county seat building, like in Carlisle. I actually live in Cumberland County. And the, they're both in the, in the courthouse at, at Carlisle. They're right yeah. in the same building. Right. Well, right. even even so, they could do so electronically. Nobody needs a mailbox. You just give right. the voter registration office a list of people for whom you've All issued right. a death well, certificate. Death certificates are right. issued well, by... Well, I mean, how simple, how, could it be, how would it be to have, to have a, a law or a, 
to just say that that just happens automatically. Well, I mean, that doesn't it you sound probably, like a no-brainer to me. Though. It's well, it's com- common sense. It probably won't fly in government, but it's an interesting idea. <laughs> well, and I think in some counties right, you I have... have, I, have uh, one more. I think in some counties you would have a voter registrar that's probably already doing that. Some of them are are active and have the extra time and the staff that they would... They'll do whatever it takes to find out who's still on the rolls. And they can find out if they see you moving out of the county, they'll look at you, look you up and see if you're gone. All right, go ahead, Mike. What else you got? I got one more simple question here. Are are deceased people that are still that haven't been purged from the rolls counted as as uh, registered uh, voters for either party still? Yeah, yeah. If they're and on the ballot, voter, voter totals. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are well, allowed then, to vote though. It, wouldn't there, wouldn't <laughs> there be in some circles that be reason for the parties not to want? Uh, deceased people purged from the voter rolls because it would decrease the perceived number of people uh, registered in either party, wouldn't it? Well, well may, maybe, but if they show up to vote, there's a bigger issue. <laughs> well, no, but it would work both ways. Yeah. I mean, if you have a spathe of Republicans who died, um, they're you know, you, you would want them off the roll. I mean, if you were a Democrat in you know at the registration office, but really, yeah. Well, I mean, way- this this is a two way street. I mean, the same's true for either party. I mean, right? They just isn't that not true? I mean, yeah. To decrease some extent, in the number of, of but there's no advantage to having more registered. Voters, decrease in number of perceived uh, people who are registered for either party. There's no advantage to having more registered voters in a county because well, yes, well, there's perceived. There's often polling about. I mean, it's a known fact that there's probably more Democratic and independent. Yeah, no, Mark, voters and there are Republican Mark, voters, you know, like the, you know the there's, States, you know, there's been stories every year about the Republican registration edge or the Democratic registration edge in a given county. Edge, right? Yeah, people. There's yeah, a lot there's of people stories seem to be on that, right? But that. it's just trivia; it doesn't mean anything. Well, it gives some indication of how the vote is likely to go. Assuming, right. okay, so it's, right. a, it's a great yeah. indicator. But you know, you can the temperature is a great indicator, but it doesn't mean anything. It's just what the air is. Well, it does if you're trying to thaw out a turkey. Well, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, well, the anyway, thing is, wrap it up, Mike. If we, go get, ahead. Back, if we get back to the original point, if, if, <laughs> if people would be automatically purged from the voter rolls when they die, and that's known because there's a death certificate issued by the county. Then there wouldn't be there wouldn't be any issue with people who are dead voting, would there? No, we always talk. They're to already the... gone, right off the rolls. <laughs> yep. Okay, we got you, Mike. Thank you so much. Well, there's always an issue with the dead voting. We then <laughs> generally, though not every year, talk to the voter registrars in, in the area counties prior to the election. So we'll have to ask another. We've had some call this show, so we'll have one of the voter registration leaders in our region call us. They might be able to answer some of these good questions. Well, now there's a, a consternation in in uh, Northumberland County over the. Um, in fact, I think is there a pending lawsuit against the county commissioners for hiring a, of, qualifies as a complaint. Complaint, uh, yeah. hiring, an ethics complaint, hiring two Republicans to run the election office. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what majority commissioners <laughs> do all across the state. I'm that's sure. I'm sure in Philadelphia, the registrar, the voting registration people are not Republicans. I'll just bet you they're not. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Now we have open phones. Give us a buzz. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their 
employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. We're going to read some text, and Joe brought in some good information. Yes, the text we have says, Mark, I forgot about the disenfranchisement of legal voters caused by the corruption of Democratic operatives in Philadelphia and New Jersey, to name a few. The news media and their breathless... Uh, no, this is separate. No, uh, separate. That's okay, the all right. The news media and their breathless coverage of the economic numbers for the second quarter was pretty disgusting. <laughs> Anyone with a brain would have known that the numbers weren't going to be good after the government shut down 75% of the economy, but that's, uh, that's right. That's all Trump's fault. And that's what they were doing on Morning Joe this morning, saying he didn't act fast enough. He didn't. Get, he saved us. Hundreds of thousands of people would be alive if he had acted faster. And by the way, he destroyed the economy by shutting it down. <laughs> well, he didn't <laughs> shut anything down. But anyway, okay. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Joe found some clippings, probably from Fox News. I did. Yeah, this Joe is a, this is a Fox News story about, but it's a, it's a news story. It's not an opinion piece. Uh, this is about, the headline is, Joe Biden should not debate President Trump, Clinton's ex-White House spokesman says. Joe Lockhart, the former White House press secretary, penned an op-ed last week urging Joe Biden to skip debating President Trump prior to the November election. Here's what he said. Whatever you do, don't debate Trump. He wrote on CNN, Trump has made more than 20,000 misleading or false statements, according to the Washington Post. It's a fool's errand to enter the ring with someone who can't follow the rules or the truth. Biden will undoubtedly take heat from Republicans and the media for skipping the debates, but it's worth the risk as trying to debate someone incapable of telling the truth is an impossible contest to win. Now, here's what's wrong with that. If, you know, he said he'd be correcting the president all the time. Well, that would just point out the president was not, not being very reliable in his statements. And if Joe Biden was smart enough and cognitive enough to catch errors in the president's statements, I think it would show exactly the opposite. It would show that he's the better man. But here's the problem. Hiding Joe Biden isn't going to come out of his hole for anybody. Chris Wallace asked him or challenged him to appear on Fox News Sunday with him. And every time they ask him every week, and every week it's he's unavailable, he's not available. <laughs> oh, they ask he him every week. Yeah, they ask him every week to be on That's the show, funny. and he turns them down. Why? Chris Wallace is oh, eminently Chris fair. Chris Wallace will have him for lunch. Yeah, well, he was hard on President Trump. He had President. He ate some of President Trump's lunch, he too. He did, indeed. Well, but the president's out there. His ego requires him to constantly be in the public eye. Joe Biden doesn't have that big of an ego, uh, at least not in the same way. So he's going to follow Lawrence's worthless guidelines, the first three of which are to be quiet and don't say anything. The second one is be quiet and don't say anything. And the third one is be quiet and don't say anything. Beyond that, well, number four is don't debate. So maybe he'll follow that. 
But w- is that even legal to not debate? No, there's no law requiring debates. I, I know. It just doesn't seem right. But, though. I mean, if we did this program and if I, if I outright lied or said something you know wasn't true, you call me on it. You know, that's no big deal. The fact that Trump if is... you're aware. The Trump is, uh, what, 20,000-plus lies or misleading statements? I would think if I were a debater, I would have a field day with that. I'd be like Ronald Reagan. There you go again. Another misleading <laughs> and false statement. Mr. President, if you ever got your facts straight, it would be a miracle. You know, that, that's called winning well, the debate. But, see, I, but I, Joe, I, Joe isn't capable of doing that. He's not know, cognitively oh, sharp enough. Not anymore. I don't think he really could. So, But that's his prerogative. The, the election really isn't about Joe Biden or President Trump. It's, it's Republicans. It isn't? No, it's about Republicans who say, I don't want any Democrat in there, any socialist Democrat. I don't want anybody in there that's not a Republican, period. No, I don't think there are and a lot of Democrats who, who say anybody but Trump. It has uh, nothing to do with what, which what either of them say. I think both parties on. could have given us better candidates. Oh, I agree. You know, well, the Republicans have the incumbent. It's a little bit harder to upset, right. upset an incumbent. But yeah, Joe Biden was uh, not the ideal pick from the Democrats. Well, but, but fortunately, uh, some of the people he's considering for vice president were presidential contenders, so at least they'll go into the convention with a, a couple of uh, ballots that had been cast for them to be president, so that's that's a plus. Well, Camilla Harris was... Uh, Cam- is the house, what's her name? Kamala. Cam- Kamala Harris's name was at the top of his little sheet that he was carrying around to remind him who was who he was thinking about. Sure, Tulsi Gabbard, so... No, no, she wasn't on that list. Or oh, she, she's that, not on that Not, not on that sheet she he was, was carrying sorry. around. Oh, I got you. Okay, sorry. Didn't you see the picture of his little cheat sheet? I, Somebody got a picture uh, of it? I glanced at it, but... I, I don't hold I grudges. It, uh, I saw it was in <laughs> circulation, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, even he has to be even reminded who it is he's thinking about. Well... <laughs> and, and what is he wants to say about them? the important thing is that whoever he picks for vice president has to be ready to be president at any moment. Oh, I would say get-go. from day one, definitely. Right. And can really co-lead with him. You know, whoever she is, uh, white or black, whoever she is, should be ready to be president. That's why, uh, you know, Kamala Harris and, um, well, her and some of the other candidates, the mayor of Atlanta, now her name well, pops out of my head. I, I like Mike Pence. I think he's been unflappable. He's calm. He's reasonable. He speaks well. Not not that he's going to be uh, Joe, Joe Biden's, Biden's running mate. No, I'm talking about as in terms of what a vice president yeah, should he'd be, be like. An okay, president, but uh, I think he'd be a very good president. To be honest with you, you have, you have other Republican leaders that would do better than he would if if for some reason President Trump. Well, wasn't I mean, running. let's face it. Trump picked him out of the out of relative obscurity. What was he, the governor of Indiana or something mm-hmm. like that? All yeah. right, so he was not exactly a high profile Republican politician. But I think he's done an outstanding job as the vice president. And, of course, he's defended the president. And he's head of the task force. Which and he's is head of the task force, which I think he's done an excellent job in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Quickie break. we got a caller standing by. We'll take more comers. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Lawrence's 10 ways for Joe Biden to get elected. The first three are be quiet and don't say anything. Seven at first. What happened now? You got to come up to 10? And we had to add more be quiet and don't say anything back to the beginning. (laughs) Don't debate. Do pick a popular Democratic woman and get your Obama endorsement squared away. Do wear a mask. Hold a big rally, but don't say anything. And uh, seems like don't say anything permeates your list. Number 10 just got added. Don't make anyone uncomfortable anywhere for any reason at all whatsoever. You mean he can't sniff any little girl's hair? Oh, gee. Can't sniff anyone's hair. Many of the victims of that are adults, I'll point out. How's that for faint praise? Visit sunburymotors.com to see the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. Uh, They want to see you in person if you so choose at the Sunbury Motor Company. That means you can go to North 4th Street in Sunbury or Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. Or you can buy your new vehicle, including a new Bronco, at sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles there. They'll pump you up with nitrogen. They'll get your car fixed up. You can do an oil change or a tune-up or get ready for a road trip. And uh, they'll also, of course, do inspections. If I didn't say that, uh, you can go to sunburymotors.com or just drop off your vehicle at the Quick Lane and they'll take fabulous care of it. You can buy a brand new Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln from there or one of the thousands of perfect vehicles that are all ready to go. they got a master towing service and folks like Jason and Jeff and uh, Bernie, Ernie and Austin and Kyle who would just love to super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company, so please visit them ASAP. Uh, Dan is first up. Everybody gets three minutes. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. You know, the only hope, which is very little hope that Dems have of winning this election, is to keep Biden out of a debate with President Trump because it would not be a pretty sight when they have a debate and they know it Everybody knows it. And so they're going to keep the COVID-19 going at least till the election. So (laughs) Biden don't have to debate against Trump. There's only one hope the Dems have a win in this election. Michelle Obama. All the rest of the vice president candidates they have cannot win. And they have Susan Rice now on the list. Imagine that. that my, there's enough ammunition there for the Republicans to last a lifetime. So they don't stand a lick of a chance on this election. But I don't think Unless, any of that matters. I don't think people are going to pay attention to who the vice presidential candidate is. I think President Trump's supporters, like yourself, are going to vote for him no matter who's on that ballot. I don't know. Two guys in their late 70s, I'd pay attention. And then I, if whoever's going to vote you know, for Joe Biden, they're not going to change and suddenly say, well, I, I was supporting Democratic ideals and truth and uh, you know, progressive leadership, but now nah, I think 
think maybe I'll vote for President Trump. Now, you could hold the election today or in November you get the same results. Yeah, this election, Mark, is the next to the past election in 2016 is the biggest choice that a person ever had. It's a there's a big choice. Is is no middle ground on this one, not a bit of middle ground. And this is you have a large choice, and you know what the choices are. I've said it many times between Marxism and freedom. That's the two choices you have, and. We were fortunate, and the day that we got Trump, God blessed America, because we would never be where we're at today without Trump. We'd be on our way down the road to socialism really bad if we'd have got the Clinton machine, which was just a furtherance of the Obama machine. So, God, we're at we're at a crucial intersection this next All election. Right. That's we'll three see minutes. Which way we're gonna go and whatever right. I can tell I have We got to another caller, Dan. We gotta yeah, give him three right. minutes Guys, we gave you. Great take care. And take hey, yep, care. Thank you very much. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling. Yeah corruption, greed, uh, incompetence, uh, poor governance, corruption of of uh, democratic norms, yeah. Oh, that's the Obama administration for you. I that's, agree. That's uh, that's voting for Trump. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, you got to keep your facts straight on the mail-in voting. I think uh, the, there's a deadline for when you can apply for an application, and there's a deadline for when it has to be in. And I believe in Pennsylvania, it has to be in by November. Uh, on election day, but right. yeah, some courthouses that. don't take mail on election day. So you have to find out whether your uh, mail is actually delivered to uh, the courthouse on election day. Mm-hmm. How can they not take it? I'm, I've never heard that before. Uh, because uh, their, their regular offices are closed. Everybody's working on the election who's there, and it's a voting place, not a courthouse that it's open as in several places. So the post office wouldn't segregate ballots out from regular no, mail? No, they, they, they're, they're closed. To, they, they let the post office know not to deliver mail there on election day. Oh, okay. Some of them. Never heard of so that. You have to, you have to be uh, careful of uh, the details there. Hmm. All right, you got a minute. Uh, and mail-in voting uh, is a... The reason to have mail-in voting is because you don't know when the what COVID is going to be like in November. It might, with schools in and the weather getting cooler, it might be spiking around the election and having people either stand out in the weather in long lines or be crowded in the rooms is uh, dangerous for everyone if uh, you're in an area where the election's spiking and uh, where COVID's spiking. So uh, mail-in is a way to go, but States have to prepare for the heavy thing and decide what the rules are and get it done. And this talking about not doing it is uh, just stalling the, the mechanics of getting it working right more difficult, which seems to be a goal. 
because that's why he's shutting down the post office, too. Okay, well, listen, we're out of time, but thanks, Chris. We appreciate your opinions, as always. Thank you. Yep, bye. That, that was never three minutes just then, but uh, we'll have to make do. We invite everybody to call tomorrow. We have open phones. Senator Gordner is on Wednesday, Friday's Financial Friday here. And as always, you'll be the star every day. This is WDK, OK Sunbury.